Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. We figured since we've got a bit of spare time on our hands, we'd interview some of our fave celebs and influential figures in the beauty industry and share those interviews with you. Don't forget to subscribe to be notified when a bonus episode drops. Hi, guys. Hi. (laughs) It's nice to see you both. Michael, welcome. Martha, welcome back. It's good to be here. Always good to be here. We uh, had a lot of requests to bring you back, Martha, and also requests to bring Michael on. So you've both generously donated your time to us to chat again. I was writing down all of these questions for us and I couldn't stop. I like physically couldn't stop myself. I I was like looking at both your Instagrams and oh my God, we have to ask them that. Oh, we have to ask them that. So we'll probably go on a few tangents, but there's plenty to discuss. When I when I told Michael that I'm like, oh, the Adore Beauty girls have invited you onto the podcast as well. He's like, Adore Beauty, why would they want to talk to me? I'm like, well, you actually have an ex- – your skincare routine is like more ex- intense than mine. Mm-hmm. And he literally last week had the Morphous 8 treatment done on his face. So he is more advanced. What's that? That's um, like it's basically like skin needling and radio frequency in one. Have you not uh, seen it? Yes. You know, I didn't know the name of it. I saw that. You looked like you were in a lot of pain, but it was only a point five, wasn't it? Oh my god. Yeah. No, not, don't don't do this only on me, okay? <laughs> There's like twenty something needles sticking in your face every second that are heated. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well. That's- <laughs> so before we jump into all the beauty chat, which we will get to, I wanted to um, talk about the maths reunion because I was very keen to watch that. I wanted to see how everything went down. There was a lot of interesting people there, but what I really liked about it, Michael, was how you dealt with. NASA because something that we discuss a lot on this podcast is online bullying and harassment and it was kind of bizarre to me to find out that he had basically been trolling everybody that had been on the show which I don't know that a lot of the audience knew did did you find that most people didn't know that was going on behind the scenes I feel like people would have known bits and pieces but Mm. to see it all come together I didn't realize I was just doing I was fighting my own battle when I started with him like after almost two years of him talking bad about our relationship, about us as individuals, when we had said nothing about him. Mm. Like I could understand if he was responding to us because we had, you know, said something about him in the media, but we kept our mouths shut. So when I started going at him to have everyone else at the table stop and jump on my side and to realise how deep-seated an issue this was, was crazy to see. I didn't, I didn't expect that at mm. all. I thought it was just going to be a one-on-one battle, not a 17-on-one battle, which I was completely fine with as well because everyone finally got their chance to actually say something to him in person, mm. not online. Yeah, and I guess you guys have both dealt with your fair share of trolls as well. So it was just almost like you were just taking on one of the many He's just like a, a face to, you know, the thousands of people that send nasty messages to people online. But I did really respect how you dealt with that. You just got your point across and you were quite respectful. It was heated, but it was respectful as well. And there yeah, was- the, the veins in my neck were starting to pop out, but I was trying yeah. to keep the tone <laughs> low. But like for me, I was trying to, obviously I'm, I'm a former, former teacher. I've seen bullying, what online mm. bullying does to people. And I felt like I was speaking up for not just everyone at the table, but everyone who's been trolled online for whatever reason. And I just feel like Mm. I gave them a voice and to watch him 
run away with his tail between his legs, just mm-hmm. hopefully gave some people satisfaction to see that online trolls are really just petrified little individuals and they can't handle being called out. They can't handle the reality of the consequences of their actions and their words online because they haven't got their little screen to protect them. So hopefully I made a few people feel better from totally. that. I know it made us feel better. <laughs> <laughs> so your season aired in the UK recently and you both said there's been a resurgence of trolls Ooh. coming for you online. Oh, UK trolls are crazy. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Do you think you were more prepared this time around to tackle that than when it first aired here? I I personally do feel like this time around, like I was expecting it. Like I was ready. I knew what was coming. But in saying that, it doesn't hurt any less. There's still a sting. And like, Mm. you know, since our show aired, I just have no, in the UK, I just have no desire to be online. I, I have not been online for a while. I'm trying to dig deep to be creative and make content, but I just don't want to it's just so much negativity there's only so much that one person can take and I just feel like I think I'm done for a while I just need a break and and it filters into your real life and you start being negative your internal voice becomes negative and becomes it's um it's a real issue in the UK actually with um, a lot of reality TV stars unfortunately you know taking their own lives as well due to the online bullying like it's I feel like over there it's a different level. Like they are ruthless. Yeah. They will just I've keep heard that. coming for you. And yeah. right now they've got nothing else to do because they're on lockdown. So it's become the biggest show in the country. So for me, it's this time around I'm getting trolls from 25 to 40-year-old men coming at me. And I'm like, what? what are you doing? Why are you messaging me? <laughs> Haven't you got a family and like... Well, probably not, babe, and that's why they are messaging. Oh. <laughs> and it is hard not to bite back on it. Because, yeah, yeah. I try not to, but sometimes. Yeah. And it also must be a little bit of a challenge because you guys have grown a lot as people from that experience exactly. since that was filmed. Yeah. And so you're seeing a reflection of yourselves, which you've probably grown from, and then you're getting these people attacking you for what happened at that time. Yeah, like we've admitted the mistakes that we made on the show and we've moved past them. Australia don't care anymore. They're past it as well. Mm. Our audience have moved on. We've grown. But, yeah, having to go back and relive that, it's like, oh, here we go again. Like it brings up all those mm-hmm. old emotions and we just got to deal with it as, as it comes. So, th- th- But in saying that, there is a lot of positivity as well. There's a lot of support, a lot of amazing people from the UK sliding into our DMs. Oh, of course. Absolutely. There, there's, there's been more love yeah. than there's been We don't been want to hate. focus on the negative too much. But, yeah. the, but the hate has just been like... It's louder. It's, yeah. <laughs> the, the voices of the people, it's like, Joe, jo, when we get like one negative review out of 10, for mm. some reason, it is the loudest yeah. voice in the room. I like, always say that, Hannah. Yes. Mm. And it's like you you forget all the good stuff. Yeah, just as I feel like we're just naturally inclined as humans for some strange reason mm-hmm. to focus on the negativity. And like, I'm yet to meet someone who doesn't. Like, if you're out there and you're mm-hmm. one of those people that are just positive, please write a book. I'll buy it. Start a blog. Start a podcast. <laughs> I'll listen. Please give me the, the the clues, the hints. But I just feel like we're always so naturally inclined to focus on the negative, to, to listen to the negative voices, to read the negative comments, to respond to them. I'm 32, right? I'm trying to figure out, like, why am I still doing this? But that's the journey. That's, you know, it's a lesson. It's life. But um, I don't know why I, I do it. 
And you do it too. Oh, yeah, of course. Anyway, to move away from the trolls, Michael, you're probably one of the best Instagram boyfriends out there, I think. <laughs> I saw an IGTV where you were helping Martha film. You were like crouched down under the bathroom window and yeah, she said she yep. usually cuts you out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she taught you everything you know about getting the shot and good lighting and knowing your angles. I, I thought this whole Instagram game was simple before I met Martha. Now it's I'm like deep <laughs> in it. I don't know any other way. <laughs> I feel like I'll get a thousand photos. There'll be hopefully one that will be the perfect one. <laughs> yesterday Are you we were talking about me or for you for both. Yesterday we just we, yesterday <laughs> no, no, was y- not. Explain what I was doing yesterday. What in position was I in? You're on the floor. I was in a squat <laughs> position as low as I could go with the phone tilted up, just getting the sunlight right with Martha right over the top of the camera. Then I couldn't see the screen because of the glare and she's telling me, what are you doing? You're taking it at the wrong time. I said, I can't see anything. <laughs> no, girls, you know what? Oh, here we go. You she's going to go. You're giving him way too much credit, okay? Way too much credit. He just holds the phone and taps the button. No, does, it's more than that. He uses absolutely no, you have no, when it comes to it, you don't put any effort in. What? You don't even look at what you're doing. <laughs> there are days where I don't put any effort in. When like I've got like a million things to do for my business, she's like, I need a photo. I know that's that's like 45 to an hour gone of my day. So I just like <laughs> grudgingly. Got to get the shot. Yeah, grudgingly yeah. grab it and I'll say hit the camera as, as quick as I can. Yeah, he, there's no, no, you always do that, Michael. Don't try and Gets good like... shots though. Have you seen her interaction? I, yeah, yep, I've seen. <laughs> yep. Please. The good shots are self-timer. The good shots are self-timer, please. Does he complain, though, when you ask him to? Because that's, like, the important thing of an Instagram boyfriend is that they don't complain. Oh, oh no, no, I complain, but complains. I still do it. He complains the whole time. Yeah. And he has this face on him, like he's, like, literally his face like he's sucked on a sour grape and the corners of his <laughs> mouth turn down. <laughs> And he's just so miserable about it. But when he needs me to take a photo, it's a complete, it's okay. When I'm taking his photos, it's fine. Uh, We've got all the time in the world. I'm quick with the photos. (laughs) You are not. Anyway. Anyway, anyway. moving on. Yeah. (laughs) So, Michael, you've actually documented some of your own skin journey. You also see Kiki at Chakra. Can you tell us what was happening with your skin and how you got on top of it again? So, I've been on a massive journey. So, before the show, my skin was fine. I had a really simple regime, moisturizer, you know, the two-in-one shampoo and whatever else guys use. And then after the show, I broke out in really bad acne and it lasted for probably nine, probably like 12 months, to be honest, about a year of acne. It started as a couple of pimples and then it went all the way across my forehead, followed my beard line. I went to see Kiki. We started on DMK products. We started doing um, enzyme treatments and it, it didn't respond as well as we had hoped for. It kind of got worse before it started getting better. But the actual turning point for me was and Martha will attest this, I didn't believe in this before I did it, was using Chinese herbs. Ah. Um, Kiki put me onto a Chinese herbalist and we went there. He took my pulse, used his the ancient Chinese methods, which I don't know, I'm still like going back and forth on it. But anyway, he made me um, a herbal tea, which had maybe 15 to 20 different Chinese herbs in it. And that, along with the La Roche-Posay products that I was using, getting blue lights, changing my diet, my skin improved an insane amount. And now I'm 
like pimple free. I get maybe one pimple a month and that's no, it. No, you've, but you've left out a few little things. Go. You, you definitely, we went and saw the naturopath and she told you a lot of the foods that you're eating are causing gut issues. They're causing gut issues, which also obviously isn't good for your skin. So we, we cut out a lot of like a lot of shredded cheese <laughs> that Michael was eating daily <laughs> thinking that it was yep. good for him. So we cut out the shredded mm. cheese, and was it was it the the helgus or the tip top bread or one of those no, ones? I need tip top bread. Well, one of the <laughs> there were a lot of things in my diet. <laughs> one, of the, one of the gorgeous white breads that are like one molecule yeah. of being completely like sugar. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. It was. It was a bit. It was a long journey, and it when at the beginning he was like, "Oh, that's bullshit." I've eaten cheese and all the and gluten my whole life, and I'm fine. I'm like, okay, well. Something had Something changed. Something changed. Um, mm. But he, he was really resistant to seeing the herbalist and the naturopath. I and think, now he yeah. sings their praises. But, but, no, but I do think for men it is, I don't know if it's seen as a feminine thing. Like I, I want to break that stigma because a lot of guys are worried to go and get facials and um, start using skincare treatment because it's been pushed and marketed as something for women and I feel like we need to just get over that. No, because... do you know what a big a big thing that men say is when you do it? Like, why do you do that? That's, it's bullshit. It's going to make you, you're going to get more pimples. You're yes. going to look like. They think skincare is a scam. Mm. Yeah, they think it's a scam. <laughs> they think it's going to give you more pimples. They think it's going to, you know, they think getting a treatment done like needling or something is going to make you look like the crazy cat woman. Like they have no mm-hmm. idea about they, have, they just have no idea. They're so misinformed. I had um, some acne on my forehead a few years ago and I decided to use the loofah um, from oh. the shower to exfoliate <laughs> and I literally put a, a hole in my forehead. The things he told oh me my that God. you've done, I just... <laughs> I was scrubbing so hard in the shower thinking this is going to work perfect. This is great. Guys are just so funny with their skincare. It's really... For, I feel like for guys it's really about the texture and the feel of the skincare. Like mm-hmm. Michael will use the word like I feel suffocated. A little bit of facial cream is like he's suffocating. I mean, I don't know if it's just Yeah, him they hate just... the feeling of things on their skin. Yeah. They want yeah. it to sink in straight away and feel like nothing. Whereas we want to feel like snails. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That's also like how they're so misinformed. Like he thinks if he puts oil or a heavy cream on, he's going to get acne again. He's so scared to do anything. Very anti-oil. <laughs> Yeah. Well, what are some products that you recommend or any tips that you have for guys out there that are also experiencing acne? Go and see a facialist. Go and see someone, get a professional opinion. They'll tell you what your skin type is. They'll figure out why it's happening and they'll be able to help you. Don't be scared of going in there. There is... Honestly, I feel like women like men who will take care of themselves more. They absolutely do. We sure do. So go and do it. Yeah. Um, and if you need to, like, take your girlfriend there, she can hold your hand and say the appointment's for her and walk in there if that'll make you feel a bit more comfortable. <laughs> do that. But go and speak to someone. Don't just start buying random products either because it, mm. it could make it worse. And basically get your girlfriend to vet your entire cupboard in the bathroom. Can I just say, like... You know, when you're single and dating and like you go over to a guy's house, like you always snoop through their bathroom cupboard. I feel like every girl snoops. I swear if I would snoop and I would see like nice products, I would literally plan out my entire future with that guy if he had nice skincare. Like I would be walking back to like wherever we were hanging out in the house and already have planned out which one is our kid's room and this man is perfect. He is my dream man. 
And then if you walk into their bathroom and there's like just a palm olive body wash for everything on the counter that they're probably washing their hands with as well, it was like this will never work. Yeah, it's never going to work. I think you said, Joe, um, leave them better than you found them. Yeah. 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 That's my motto. Yeah. yeah. Even if you're only dating them from a short for a short period, if you can – recommend some good products for them and they can impress the next girl. You're just improving the world. So Martha, you've really sold me on the Eco by Sonia Glory Oil. Can you tell our audience what's so good about it? I've added it to cart. I haven't purchased yet, but I'm keen to. Oh, my purchase. It's the best $49 you'll ever spend. I don't know what it is about this blend of oils, but it's just so nice. And the feeling when you put it on your skin, it literally just feels like you're just, it just feels like love. Like it's got this beautiful velvety feeling. And even when you put your makeup, like, you know, some oils, when you put them on, you just sort of like, it's luby and you're just sliding around. The glory oil has this beautiful velvet finish to it, which I love. But I mean, I guess in a way I'm a bit biased because I love oil. I love face oils, body oils. I just, I love them. For my skin type especially, it just works. It makes my skin feel really comfortable. Um, But the Glory Oil is definitely one of my top three, one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Love that. I'm definitely purchasing. We have a segment on the podcast called The Cringy Convo and we wanted to see if you guys had a collective cringy convo or one to share about each other. So just as an example, um, Lily Brown was on here recently. She told us she actually shit in a plastic bag in Bali. So that was her addition to the podcast. That's gorgeous. Should we continue down the fecal conversation and talk about uh, Mexico and L.A.? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do you want to tell that story? You tell it quite well. All right, so. <laughs> Here we go. This will be good. <laughs> haven't really told this story publicly, have we? Last year we went to Mexico, or the year before we went to Mexico, and we stayed in this amazing resort. Like, it was literally one of the nicest places I've ever stayed in my life. It was called the Viceroy in Cabo. It was amazing. Um, We ventured out a little bit, like 1K out of the tourist area. We ate at this really nice place. It was cool. No one got sick. We were happy. We were excited. After we left Cabo, we went to Mexico City. And we thought, well, look, we didn't get sick in Cabo. There might be a little bit of wiggle room for, you know, eating, eating out. We ate at a few restaurants. We were fine the whole time. But, like, we ate at, like, touristy places. On the last day, we were leaving to New York. So we're leaving Mexico City now, going to New York. And it was literally we're on our way to the airport, like, doing a few things. Michael's like, I'm just going to try a taco from this street food vendor. Now, can I, can I just say that I've eaten at street food vendors in Southeast Asia. I was fine. So I had the full confidence in my gut to be able yeah, to Yeah, he sat down this. at the bar stool there at the street vendor. Like, he got vendor, he got comfy there. He was using the sauces on the little van. And he had gone in deep. He was, like, I reckon about four tacos deep or something. Anyway, he's eating them. And I'm just, like, I'm thinking, what? the hell he's going they're so good babe they were You've amazing. Got to have, babe you don't know the flavor anyway me like i couldn't resist a f-ing taco absolutely not he's like just have a bite i'm like i'll have one little bite just so i can you know get this flavor experience i had one bite one, was good. one bite and it was amazing that was it i was done so we're on our way to the airport now we get to the airport and i'm going michael i feel a bit sick to you <laughs> He goes, no, I feel fine. You're just tired. I'm like, I don't think so. I, anyway, I went to the bathroom and I'm like, 
let's just see what's going to happen. And I went to the bathroom, nothing. I was fine, but I still felt really sick. And then I'm like, I'm going to get on this plane now. What's going to happen? So we got on the plane, got to New York and nothing had happened yet. I was okay, but I felt sick. It was brewing. Then we landed in New York (laughs) and I'm like, we should, let's, we're staying in Soho. Let's go shopping, doing like the little shops in Soho. I'm standing in Coz holding my weight in knit knitwear because we didn't take any winter clothes to New York. And all of a sudden I literally was like, oh, I started sweating, like my whole entire body. Oh, you got the sweat. And there's no toilets in f-ing Soho, New York, because just no one in Soho. Like, <laughs> anyway, I literally just dump this whole pile of knitwear and I leave Michael as well. I didn't even tell Michael I was leaving. I just start running. I am in the streets of Soho running around like a crazy person. I go into Banana Republic. No one had a toilet, not Cos, not H&M, no one. Anyway, I go into Banana Republic and there's, and I just ask the girl, like, I'm trying to stay calm and ask her where the toilet is because I don't want her to think that I'm actually about to have an exorcism in the Banana Republic toilets. <laughs> and she's like, it's at the back. Anyway, I go to the back and there's someone in the f***ing toilet and someone waiting oh to go in. I thought it was going to be over. I thought it was going to be over for me and I was going to have to tell Michael that I shit myself. Anyway, (laughs) I made it to the bathroom. It was not pleasant at all. It was really horrific. I'm still scarred. But for for the rest of our trip in New York. So then we had times where obviously we had one toilet in our apartment. She would, I would be on the toilet. She would have her own issues going on. So she'd force me mid Get off the toilet. I would hold be it banging in so on the door like, Michael, oh my God. <laughs> why are you doing this to me? Like literally tag teaming the toilet. Was it a bridesmaid situation, Martha? You were on the base and Michael was on the toilet. <laughs> it wasn't quite a bridesmaid situation, but it was so bad. And for the rest of our trip. What about me in L.A.? When we got to LA, it hadn't stopped. We had oh we had done all God. of New York. Wait, so Michael, did you end up getting sick as well? Yeah, yeah. so it really hit me. It hit me yeah, after okay. her in LA. And one one morning we went to the market and me stupidly got into routine and decided to have a coffee. And At that, the market in Melrose. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> why would you do so that? So I was sipping my coffee thinking this is all amazing. <laughs> and then it hit me. The sweat started. This was early morning. There was no toilets I tried to call an Uber. The Uber was five minutes away. I'm thinking I'm not going to. Ma- I haven't got five minutes to hold oh, and then to get the look home. Look in oh his God. face, like he 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 looked like he was going to cry. Like he actually looked like I, he was going to cry. I had picked out a place in an alleyway. He was walking in this laneway <laughs> on Melrose. I'm going yuck. Where are you going? You're not going to shit there. And he was just he was just looking for a place in case he reckons. But yeah, I then, said I said just go into the restaurant. There was a really high-end bougie restaurant. It's not all... that high-end. Did you it know, was. You know, like, the olive, like, fig and olive in L.A.? Yeah. I think, like, They were all yeah. just, yeah. Anyway, they were all setting up. I, I walked in there and I asked him if I could use a toilet and I think he could just see the fear on my face and the sweat and the puddle that I was in. I, I did make it, but, um, wow, it was intense. You know what story I just thought of, but I don't think we can tell it. What? Walking down the street in New York with the dog. No, don't say that one. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> next time we come on, we have another story yeah, for you. Yeah, next time we have another cringy story. But 
thank you so much, guys, for sharing that cringy story. Yeah, we, we really um, appreciate that. We love good sports who will share their cringy stories. Oh, you know us. We love to share. <laughs> so, Martha, the last time we spoke, you'd actually gone blonde. Now you're more of a copper colour and you've added some extensions. How has your hair care routine changed? And, Michael, you also went bleach blonde, um, so you might want to dive in as well. My, so my hair care, well, I've actually just taken the extensions out recently just to give my hair a bit of a break. But I guess I'm – I actually am using this new product called K18. Have you heard of it? <gasps> we just started yeah. stocking it at a door. Oh, my God. K18 is insane. Do you agree? Have you used it? I've not used it yet, but now I'm going to go and wash my hair. <laughs> oh, my God. No, honestly, it is it, – I've used everything. You know, I've used everything. Kerastase and, like, Olaplex and, like, all the best. Christopher – the Christopher Robin range. I've literally used the most expensive, the bougiest, the best. This K18 stuff has literally blown me away, like – I don't think I would have had all this breakage if I had had K18 when I was bleaching my hair. I just can't get over how amazing it is. It is expensive. It's like a hundred bucks a bottle, but honestly, hair is so important and keeping it healthy is not easy. This K18 is a game changer, but I love to do a hair mask. I love to do the the salt scrub, the Christophe Robin salt scrub. I mean, I'm pretty bougie when it comes to my hair care. I love to, I, I mix up like this oil treatment that I've made myself and I put it onto my scalp and then I use this, Um, I bought this brush. It has metal bristles. It's like all these like needles, but they're not needles. And I give myself a scalp massage and then I press the oil in with the metal brush. You really love oils, don't you? I know. I'm crazy. <laughs> I know. But it's it helps my, my scalp health. Because, yeah. I mean, scalp health is the most important thing. So, um, yeah, I'm like a mad scientist in there when it comes to my hair care. <laughs> what about you, Michael? Did you have to steal um, Martha's blonde shampoo when you were bleached? Yeah, well, I used the purple shampoo, but honestly, I didn't take care of my hair at all. Like, I bleached it and thought, that's it, I'm done, sweet, we're good to go. And then it just all died. But the easy thing for me is I can just shave it off and yeah. I'm good to go. Imagine that being that easy. I just mm. get to restart the whole process and do it again. So... Yeah, I may need to take better care of it, of it when I do it. But, well, now um, that you're receding about two centimetres back, really you probably mean want to receding. Start. You're going to be bald before me. No way. <laughs> Your hairline's gone back. It's changed. Ever since I met you, it's changed. Stress of yeah. taking so many photos yeah. of you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, now, at the end of our episodes, we um, ask our guests for a product they didn't know they needed, which we do in our regular episodes. But, Michael, you actually helped M Martha pick hers last time, and it was some, like, oil that you put between your toes or something. I can't remember <laughs> what it was. Oh, my God. But do you each have a product you didn't know you needed that you can share with us? It doesn't have to be purely beauty-related. It can be a bit obscure. Um, what's the black one, the pericone? Oh, pericone cold plasma. I don't know what it does, but I use it every day and I get upset when it's not around. <laughs> Wait, have you guys not used cold plasma? No. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Life-changing. I've been using it for five years. It's the one thing in my skincare regime that never, ever changes. Ooh, I always use that's it. That's a big call. So I know I need that. That doesn't work for me. I know I need that. Cold plasma is amazing. It's, it's one of a kind. 
Yeah, but he uses it very liberally too at $230 yeah. <laughs> a jar. Oh, yeah, I go full three fingers in, scoop Ooh. out, even the little mare, I just take it all. He uses three fingers to scoop the product out. Like, oh, that I think this is me. a small jar. This couldn't have been expensive. <laughs> Use that. Oh, my God. Products I didn't know I needed that I know. that what, what would be one for me? God, you guys. Hey, you know what it is? So Miranda Kerr, you know how she's got her Cora range? Yes. I was sent out a little um, package of Cora and in it there's this metal fork thing and then it's got a big crystal and what you do is you scrape the crystal and the fork makes like a sound and it's meant to be like a cleansing. It's like a ringing in the ears, this type of sound. Should I get it? Do you want me to make (laughs) a sound? Yeah, go get it. Pull up the microphone. Hang on, go get it. I don't know. I don't really believe in that stuff but – it gives me like this weird tingling feeling. So, yeah, that along with the million crystals she's got on the windowsill, well, hopefully it's doing something good, right? Yeah. It can't be doing anything bad. Exactly. I just walked into my room and my mum's up here and she is literally, it is spotless. The room and the bathroom, like you could Beautiful. eat off the floor. Oh, is Mary there? Yeah, she's yeah, here now. Do you want to say hello? Yeah, bring her in to say hello. <laughs> All right, hold on. Michael's going to go get her. But while he's calling her, I'm going to show you the crystal. So this is the crystal. It's a quartz, mm. and this is the fork. Ah. Oh. And this is the sound. Oh. oh. Hold on, I'll get a good one. Oh, yeah. I love it. It sounds like you're in a day spa. Yeah. And I do it every night before bed. Oh, here's Mary. Here she is. All right, girls, here she is. Here's Joanna and um, Hannah. Hi, girls. How are we you? We heard the bedroom spotless. Yeah. (laughs) We've been really busy, so we hadn't had a chance to clean up since we came from Melbourne. And um, Mary came in and I offered, actually. I said, let me, I'm going to walk down the beach and then I'll come and uh, clean your house. That's so nice. While we've got you, Mary, have you got any beauty tips you can share with us? Because you look bloody fantastic, always. Well, the only thing I've ever always used from about 40 is oil. Yeah, she loves facials. Oh, That's where I got from. Oh, fancy that. <laughs> I, I used to make my own concoction. I used to use emu oil. No, it's not. Oh, here we go. We're going to fight. Anyway. <laughs> it helps. It lets all the other ingredients you have in the oil penetrate your skin. She she got this off YouTube, obviously. <laughs> no, I didn't know YouTube 40, 10 years, 16 years ago. How old am I? Yeah, 16 years ago. <laughs> no, but when, when, I was, when I had come off the pill... I had all the, I got all these blemishes. She's like, put oil on it. I'm like, I, back then I didn't know what I knew now. I'm like, I'm not fucking going to put oil on my Uh pimple. (laughs) Anyway, I did listen and it did help. She is the one who really like inspired me. And I'll use that term loosely to, um, (laughs) to start experimenting with all the oils. But yeah, she loves them. She's got all these little bottles in her, um, in her bathroom, like weird shit. She mixes up and like slathers onto her face. Yeah, emu. All, uh, not you've got other. You've got other I've ones got now. Vitamin E, pure vitamin E that I add. So she loves jojoba. Anything else that you love? Oh, she loves a face washer. She's a big face washer girl. What yep. face washer? Like a face cloth. You always oh, use yeah, a face I like washer. Yeah. Well, I mean, you must be doing something right, Mary, because you look very, very good all the time. You know what's funny? People say to me, oh, my God, you have fabulous skin, but I've got really open pores. She does have big pores. Which, who knows why, but I've had them as a young girl. As When I used to use the oils back then, everyone would say, what do you use on your skin? But 
because I menopause very early at 41, all my collagen and elastin, 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 it's gone. It's gone, yeah. Yeah, so so now all the volume's gone off my face. So now we're just going to get her a little nip and tuck and just suck mm. it all back like that. <laughs> you got my pot out. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we appreciate your cameo, Mary. We'll let you get back to cleaning. But thank you for sharing your tips about the oils. I'm going to have to look into emu oil now. Oh, have a look and read up about it. You oh, can take okay. it internally okay. as well. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today, guys. Michael, you've been an absolute star. We'll definitely have you guys back again. I know we're just going to keep getting requests to have you on. Um, So thank you for sharing your skin tips with us and photography tips. I'm still looking for my Instagram boyfriend, so Me too. I'll point him your direction Actually, when I get one. Just to, just to finish, I did. Um, I'm having fights with my mum at the moment because I want to apply for maths and she doesn't want me to. But I did say, "But mum, what about Martha and Michael? Like it can work." And she was like, "What? It's worked for one couple, but you are the definitely the reason that I want to apply for maths." Okay. Do you want us to like push you forward? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What kind of support it's are you done. wanting? We've already done it. It's happened yeah what do you want do you want me to message the producer and tell her that you want to do it yes please i would want to watch you four nights of the week i would i would definitely start some fights for sure oh you would you'll get straight on just tell tara that that's all she needs to hear and you are straight through you'll be picking out your wedding dress i mean i really just want to meet someone like that's why i'm going on like i've got altruistic you've got the right intentions yeah the right intentions (laughs) Hannah, you got, we got big plans for you, big plans. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. No pleasure, girls. Thanks, guys. Always Thank pleasure. you. You'll be seeing Hannah on next season of Maths, so... Um, Can't wait. We yeah. cannot <laughs> wait for that. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. <laughs>